From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. Each week, we discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. I'm Annalise Hensel, in for Marty Michelson. Here's our latest conversation with J.R. Well, J.R., there has been lots of speculation about what was going to be in this legislative package. What are some of the most noteworthy measures that you've seen? Well, I mean, the central theme to all of this is the legislature, at least Republicans, are trying to make that body kind of like a central clearinghouse for a lot of things when it comes to state government. They are trying to direct things through the legislature so that they have say in things like, oh, right now, if there's a a state law is challenged as unconstitutional, the attorney general will serve with that notice, and then the attorney general goes to court and, and fights that or defends the state now they want the assembly and the Senate notified of a law being challenged and have them be able to have be heard in court. I mean, just things like that, that would really change the balance of power between the legislature, the executive branch, and then ex- impact the attorney general's relationship with the legislature. It's really, um, it's a lot of it's really kind of like not high profile stuff, but the change would be monumental in how state government operates. Does this come as a surprise? Uh, the depth of things they're doing, yes. Uh, last week, Senate Ruler Scott Fitzgerald told reporters that this was all, quote, insider baseball type stuff. Well, this is more than inside baseball. Granted, I mean, this is about how government operates, and I'm not sure the average voter really pays that much attention to it or cares that much, but it is well beyond just, like, kind of tinkering with things to changing the nature of the relationship between these branches of government. Now, what I'm not sure about is how much of this that in these bill drafts will actually become part of the final package. For example, the provision is in the bills that would change the presidential primary in 2020 from the April ballot and create a new election in March. Well, everything we heard late last week, there were problems with that in the state Senate with Republicans. So I don't know if that makes the final cut, but it looks like they put a bunch of provisions in there just as a starting point in the conversation. So some of the stuff might come out, but it's there for now. And so you have to assume that they're at least talking about maybe doing this stuff. Weeks ago, there was talk about lawmakers going back to work this month to take up an incentives package for Kimberly Clark, and that appears to have all but vanished from what's on the agenda this week. Uh, you know, last time I checked in with people, that bill was not going anywhere. Um, the best case scenario a couple of weeks ago was that re- the backers of that legislation could kind of stop the bleeding in the state Senate and the Republican caucus because they had three public no votes and one member who looked like he was leaning no So that means they had 14 votes at best for the bill. So the idea was, you know, shore up those 14 and then go find three Democrats. And there were several who looked like possibilities. Well, now Scott Fitzgerald has said he has maybe 10 or 11 votes in the Senate Republican caucus for the bill. That means he needs at least six Democrats. And honestly, one, he didn't say who the Republicans were that made up that 10 or 11. And two, it would be tough to find three Democrats in that best case scenario let alone find numbers four, five, and six in what he laid out. So unless something changes dramatically in the closing days, that bill's not going anywhere. Now, Roger Roth is a Republican from Appleton, state senator up there. He's been making personal appeals to Democrats trying to get them on board and talking to his colleagues as well in the Republican caucus. So he's not giving up hope, but that mountain looks awfully high to climb right now to get that bill done before the year is over. Well, Governor-elect Evers said over the weekend he'll do anything possible to fight the GOP-controlled legislature on anything that he sees as efforts to curb his powers. 
Meanwhile, an attorney is threatening a lawsuit and at least one activist group, which accuses Republicans of trying to subvert democracy and undermine voters, is urging people to testify at the public hearing and to call lawmakers to complain about what Republicans are trying to do. What do you make of the efforts to push back? Will they go anywhere? Well, I, you know, it depends. Um, my guess right now is that Republicans in the Assembly have the votes to pass most of the stuff that's in this package. The question really is what happens in the state Senate uh, if people are... Republicans are unhappy about some of these things, what they might pull out. Like, for example, um, in the bill draft, you look at them closely, there's one that has basically everything in it. It's every single thing pretty much is in there. And if some people in the, some Republican caucus get their way, they do that one bill in one shot, be done with it. But it looks like the Senate has a problem with that approach because members have problems with some of the provisions in there. So they also broke up that one big bill into four smaller ones. Now, even those four smaller bills, things might get pulled out. It's just a question of where's the comfort level of the caucus when it comes to these things. I talked to a few members late last week, and they weren't sure it was in the package even you know, before it was released on Friday. So they're still digesting some of the stuff to figure out where are they at and where they want to get done. And you know, if they get grief back home, that's definitely going to weigh on them. Well, it's true that Republicans maintained control in the legislature last month. But voters chose Democrats not just for governor and attorney general, but for all statewide positions, seeming to show that the state is divided and many people are eager to see power transfer from Republican Governor Walker to Democratic Governor-elect Evers. With that in mind, could the GOP be setting itself up for pushback from voters in the next elections for going against the wishes of many people who voted for Evers? You know, the big question is, will voters remember in you know, almost two years. You know, I don't know if this is going to be something that, you know, how far they end up going in the end, how much people remember. And then three, you know, how does this compare to what's else on the ballot in 2020, which is the presidential race? I mean, you know, Donald Trump, you know, like him, love him, or wherever you're at in that spectrum on him, he dominates the conversation. So when it comes to 2020, that election may just end up being a referendum on Donald Trump, period. So I don't know that voters will remember this stuff or be motivated by it compared to the other things that will be in the ballot in two years. But if you're unhappy about the changes that they're trying to make, you know, it's probably something that sticks in your mind and helps you motivate you for 2020. It's just so long away. There, I mean, just think of the last two years of politics in the, the state and the nation, how many things have happened and how many emotions have been, you know, spent on what's going on. I don't know if this is something that has lasting impact for voters for two whole years compared to the other stuff that they see on a regular basis coming out of Washington, D.C. That's WisPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.